Welcome back to Kentucky Fried Wargaming, where two guys who aren't qualified to talk about anything decide to talk about a game with hard math and chance. I'm Joe. And I'm John. And on this episode, we come to you with uh, Yuletime Tidings, everyone. Um, <laughs> why are you giggling at me, John? That's an appropriate sentence. Uh, sure. Like we'll, we'll, we'll go with that's an appropriate sentence. Yuletime Tidings. Yule time tidings. It's a time of Yule. It, okay, but like Christmas version of Dark Tide, Yule Tide, would be pretty funny. All right, I'd play it. <laughs> like I'd play that patch today. <laughs> but as we record this, it is uh, a week before uh, the holidays hit, and uh, it is going to upload when you guys might be listening to this on Christmas Day. Uh, so. We thought it would be just a crying shame if we did not take this upload schedule and this opportunity to make ourselves a little holiday episode over here. Um, we briefly debated uh, shouting angry homophobic rants at a dinner table to kind of simulate what a Kentucky Christmas with your family is like. Uh, and then, you know, we both had to process we, a we lot. We ought of, not. Yeah, we both had to process <laughs> a lot of deep deep feelings uh and then just decide to do something less terrible um yeah we want to instead take this time to look forward um to next year and what we want from wargaming santa but first hobby time what a good boy where's my treat (laughs) what treaties do i get in the bag hobby time games played All right, John, you're up first in this here uh, holiday season. What you been up to? So, um, I have gotten one game in before I ended up going, for lots of reasons, to the desolate land of Ohio. God, there's nothing up there. Nothing. Yeah, I don't even so have hills. I, I got in a game with Tanner, which is World Leaders versus Admech, uh, like our like escalation campaign. Mm-hmm. To Contemptor Dreadnought is a lot of fun. Tanner won, but it was closer than expected. Uh, I'm waiting with bated breath for the new World Leaders book to completely change how I'm playing that army. <laughs> I mean, it'll be dropping soon. I mean, like yeah. a couple weeks, probably. Yeah, and uh, since I am in Ohio, I don't have my painting stuff, so I will, I'm falling behind on hobby, but it's all right. Um, once I free myself from the grasp of Ohio, it will be fine. It's going to try to keep you there, John. That's how it, it works. Is, it is it is, a labyrinthian nightmare. It will always hunger for souls. And it will do its best yeah, to and, keep you there in an apathy-wrapped blanket. Yes, and for any of you listeners that are live in Ohio, I apologize. I'm sorry. So, but at least you have a sheets. <laughs> that... <laughs> if you're in Kentucky, we're sorry, and you get buckies. If you're in Ohio, you get sheets. The thing is with the buckies in Kentucky is there's one. There's a million sheets out here. Like you throw <laughs> a stone and there's a sheets. 
Like I came back to the town I grew like I went to high school in. Uh like I haven't been here in like six years, seven years. And like in that time period, there's been like seventeen housing developments and like four sheets. Like Good Lord. In like the three city area. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what I mean, I understand housing developments because there's a housing crisis, but like a bunch of sheets? Alright. Alright. You can have your cool gas station. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, you get the bangles, right? That's true. Like, Northern Kentucky gets the bangles. It's true. It's true. Um, I don't know shit about football, though, so... Actually, uh, the Bengals has been a shit team to root for for my entire life, but last year we made it all the way to the Super Bowl and almost won it. And this year we're looking to be potential Super Bowl favorites, but that's really going to depend on if we can beat Baltimore here in January. Um, so we're looking good. We had a real crap start to the season. Uh, it was embarrassing and then all of a sudden we kind of turned it on and what do you know if you take this incredible quarterback and you give him more than a second to try to make a play in the pocket he's pretty good who could have thunked it uh stay tuned for more football meets wargaming (laughs) (laughs) analogies for the rest of this episode um what about you what's what's your hobby looking like joe uh i have had a Decent hobby time. I will say it hasn't been as packed as I might have sometimes liked it because of the holiday sort of preparations. And also I'm planning a big old birthday party for my wife in like the first weekend of January. So I've been double busy trying to plan stuff. But um, despite that, I've gotten a couple of games in. Uh, I played two games of Tau versus Death Guard with my buddy Jake. Um those were interesting. The first game we called at the bottom of turn two. It was... Was it because of the Riptide? Not bottom... Sorry, bottom of turn one. And yeah, there was a Riptide in these. The Riptide is not <laughs> what won them, but... <laughs> <laughs> there was a Riptide. Uh, yeah, essentially, like, in our group, uh, there were some people who have had a bad experience with uh, Riptides in the past. Well, you know, I'm, these things look kind of like glorified dreadnoughts, but all right, I'll 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 test it first. So uh played Jake, and the first game, we had objectives that were like opposite corners of the table from each other, and he sort of tentatively moved up towards both of them. Uh, and then I got my first turn, and then using Tau Overwhelming Speed, ran up on both objectives, blew off both like objective holders with uh, crisis suits and commander as well as breachers and the riptide helped some, but like it, it did not do the work. And very quickly we went, Oh God, this is over already. Yeah, this was over at deployment. All right, let's re-rack it and then played a I mean, much more cagey second game. Sometimes that just happens. Like sometimes one person deploys in a way, and the other person deploys perfectly, and you just go, oh, yeah, this game's over. Like, we've had that happen multiple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, and it was no big deal. Like, once we realized what had happened, I mean, he is playing a slow-moving army and made, like, a minor mistake in deployment that just unfortunately cost him the game at a 1,000 points. 
Uh, and you just don't have to play it out. You can be like, we're going to re-rack this. Like, this is this is going to be like a, an exercise in futility for two hours. Let's just change it up. Yeah, so we did. We changed uh, game mode, like a, the battle plan. That's the word I'm thinking of. Don't mind me just having a strunk. Um, but we changed battle plan, and uh, he changed up his army some, and uh, we played a second game. And that one was much closer uh, but after three or four turns, I ended up winning. But man, Death Guard Demon Prince, hard to kill. Pretty good. Um, the Riptide shot it over and over and over. So did like a Railgun Broadside. Did not kill it. You know what killed it? The unit of three Crisis Suits. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, they're good. They're very, very spicy. Um, but it was fun to play Tau. And get uh, some outings there. Uh, I also had a league match for my A Song of Ice and Fire League. That's been going on for a little while. We're coming towards the end of the uh, the league. But so far, I'm running 3-1. and one, Which is shocking, considering I'm probably the newest player there. But uh, did really well. Went up against uh, a shop owner who is running three dragons in their list and i have never fought even one dragon so i had to learn fast how exactly to to not get eaten alive by dragons and um oh and call drogo that was who was on the table like actually as their general so it was a very fast aggressive list uh but with some it sort of restrained movement i was able to draw the dragons and drogo in and then kill them one at a time but even with all of that uh, at the end of the game i won on points but there were two models left on the table everything else was murdered it was a dragon and ghost <laughs> the dire wolf uh and that was it everything else had been dead so very bloody game but very fun had a good time it, it it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> dragons good. Who knew? Dragons hurt a lot. Dragons breathe fire. <laughs> Big lizard scary. Ow. Ow ow. But it was fun. Um it's been a nice way to kind of get more games in uh and keep playing. And then in between all of that, uh, I finished up printing a vast majority of the uh, Soulblight Gravelards force we're working on. My wife has been painting up a ton of zombies. I think she's at 40 now. Um, and I have been painting a unit of Blood Knights that I've just got done doing all like the delicate recess shading and pen washing and sort of trying to make the models look a little more dramatic. Um, so now I just have to go through and paint the bits and bobs and those will be done. Um, you know, reins and leather and little gigaws, the tiny stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the little gigaws. There's always so many gigaws, um, and then that unit will be done. So, uh, been having a time. Just, I don't know. I feel like the holiday season always gets a little fast, especially when sprinkled in with my wife's birthday. Yeah, and then like you'll have that awesome period after, like January and February. Where it feels almost like forever because of the snow. Yeah. And then you feel like you get way more done than you actually get done, but it feels better. Bring on that season. Can't wait. The hobby season. Where we just kind of lock ourselves inside and have a winter project. <laughs> and there might be some mention of that in this episode. Uh, but that does beckon. 
War Gaming Santa. Hi, John. So, Santa Claus, he's very real. We will not be debating the topic. There are no notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Wargaming Santa, though, might be a tad different. Uh, but, assuming we're on the nice list, which is very debatable. Um, Especially for me. I'm a wretched goblin man. <laughs> God, you really are. You like a skaven that I pulled out of a dumpster and then forcibly befriended, and now now I'm just making you people. Um, oddly, your clothes didn't have to change much. So, wargaming Santa. Assuming we're on the nice list, what would you put on your nice on your list for next year? Like, what do you want out of wargaming? What do you want uh, Santa to wrap up, put in a box, tuck it under your tree? Eat your milk and cookies and then leave in payment for. Uh, a dad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I got one in a box you could borrow. <laughs> no, so like, Daddy issues the army, uh, which I know is coming anyways in January, but it's uh, world leaders, right? I don't know. And there are a lot of potential armies that could have fallen into that, if I'm being honest, but. Well, it's true. Like, most of Warhammer is just daddy issues. Um, but, like, World Eaters and also 10th Edition. So, like, those two things have to be combined in my head right now. Because, like, mm-hmm. the, the reality is, like, yeah, World Eaters is going to come out in January. And their rules are going to be obsolete maybe before they even release. Not because of 10th Edition, but because of FAQs. And then we're going to have a whole new edition. Yes. By my expectation is like August, September. I think they might start earlier than that just because of logistics, but maybe July. Like. Yeah. Summertime. Summertime so will be like, the big Warhammer release. So I just want to have a painted usable army. I want to get a bunch of the new models by the time the new edition's out. Like I'm still going to try to play games with them as I can. Um, but I'm assuming that the design implementation that they go with for the 9th edition book will carry over into the 10th edition book. Like, yeah, there's probably going to be a bunch of rules that go away, but like the core of how the army plays isn't going to change too much. Um, so I'm just going to start getting used to that again. Because uh, that's the same thing that happened with Thousand Sons, right? Same thing that happened with Death Guard. They, their, ar- their army rules change from edition to edition, but like the core fundamental design doesn't. Yeah, I get that. It's just, I don't know, it's an unsteady time period because you're not sure exactly how deep they're going to cut when it comes to the changeover. Uh, Especially, you know, are they going to nuke all the books or not? It's still up in the air. And I I have split feelings on it, but... And, I don't know. I feel very uncertain about Warhammer until they tell us what the plan is. Yeah, and like... It's not great, but I'm just going to try to be excited about it regardless because I, I can't stop a new edition from coming out. I can't stop them from releasing more rules, but I can just choose what I play with and what I don't, mm-hmm. um, which is overall what I'm probably just going to do with do going forward. Like, If they want to keep releasing seasons, if it makes sense for me and my play group and we all you know decide we want to play it, cool. Otherwise, whatever. 
Uh, what's your favorite model they've released for uh, the new book? For World Eaters? Yeah. Um, well, they're releasing. They've revealed them all, though. Honestly, it's just Angron. Like, I like all the models. They're all cool. Um, the Ape Out are neat looking. Uh, but Angron. Angron looks just looks amazing. I mean, he really is like a colossal, roided up bloodthirster. He looks like an angry dog. Which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it is amazing. I want it. Um, and also, like, with World Leaders, I'm probably also going to probably print some corn demons or, like, corn demon stand-ins to, like, go with them. Uh, and I also have, like, corn demons from, like, GW plastic corn demons from years of playing Chaos. So, I have plenty of corn-flavored mayhem to throw at your tau slash squats slash blood angels hell yeah i'm ready to kill them with all factions uh i have hands and that's it like a no guns only hands i have a little gun maybe angry like a little gun, big hands <laughs> don't look at my big hands uh maybe like an angry prayer or two that would be cool yeah i don't there's been no rumored leak of them, so I think that might be something reserved for a later model range. Because like, it, it's pretty obvious that the model range being released for 9th edition is a like broken up version of what they wanted to release. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's probably more models coming later, which is fine. Like That's just how logistics works nowadays. Um, yeah. I'm glad I'm getting something. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I don't think they're going to get prayers like the AOS version where it is side, sort of orthogonal to uh, like magic casting and it has its own rule set. I think instead they're just going to put like prayer flavored stuff as abilities on hero war scrolls. You know, I beseech the blood god to give you bonuses to do, you know, rip skulls out of bodies. And then well, buffs. I really like the blood tide system that's been rumored where like every time a unit dies, you get points and you spend those points on stuff. It's which is very, very cool. It's great in age of Sigmar. And I'm really glad they're adding a stratagem for whenever a character kills another character, you can get more blood tide points by using a stratagem, mm -hmm. um, which is just top notch. I think it adds a, like, an interesting sort of incentive to mitigate uh, unfavorable outcomes. You know, like in AOS, like I've played corn players, and sometimes I'll kill a unit, and they're like, "Oh, my unit died," but ooh, blood tide. <laughs> like, <laughs> it also gives you a reason to bring more units that are chaff. Like, if you look at the current roster of what's being rumored, like the jackals look like a, a nonsense unit that you do not want to bring. Like. They are chaff, melee chaff in an army full of like really good combat units, right? Full of giant melee hammers, yeah. Yeah, and like, especially if the World Eaters Berserkers, like rumored rule of when they get shot at, they get to move, is true. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to just bring a ton of Berserkers, right? But I think that with the Blood Tithe points, you probably want to bring some Jackals too, to just move up, screen up. Uh, especially if they have scout move or can get a scout move of any sort, like make your opponent have to deal with these like turds that they don't want to. 
Yeah, they got to shoot the thing that they don't want to shoot in order to, you know, charge your big stuff, your big threats. Yeah. I think bringing, like, maybe three 10-man squads of those and then, like, three 10-man squads of Berserkers um, becomes infinitely terrifying. Mm-hmm. It does. Just a wave of, of melee monster. Scary as hell. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how that book comes out. And, like, the leaks obviously have been nonstop for a while now. So now I just, I want it to be here. But, I mean, we're probably only a couple weeks out. So you might get your Santa list uh, rolling. Although, like, having a painted army obviously is going to take a while. Yeah. But, like, we can start the theory crafting. We can start the, like, discussions. We can start playing games with it. It'd be just it'd be a good time. Yeah, fully agreed. I gotta get a corn shirt. I just gotta get a bright red shirt. No, I gotta go buy a white shirt and cover it in fake blood. Yeah, that's what I gotta do. You gotta get a white shirt and then go to a guar show. Yes. And then that's your corn shirt. Yes. Uh, I also need to put, like, um, cybernetic stimulants into my brain that make me really angry all the time. I don't know about that one there, Chief. But Oh, okay. You know. Okay, cool, 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 cool. You do, I'll, you put the, I'll put that one back. Put that one back. Too much, too much. I like where your spirit's at. <laughs> too much. It's like shoving gas station energy pills into your cerebellum. Just not not a good idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. Some would say the worst idea. God. <laughs> well, what about you? What's your first? Santa, please. Santa. Um, for me, what I would like to see next year in the hobby is uh, I would love to see Star Wars Legion get a whole bunch of support and love. Uh, Ooh, same. Same? Was that on that your was, list? That was on my list. Okay, it's so, on my list. <laughs> uh, it's like I just I want that in general, but especially in the fall in the announcement to Shatterpoint, the feeling in the community has been really uneasy. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Shatterpoint is a game that was recently announced by the same company that makes Star Wars Legion. Uh, Star Wars Legion is a Small is a war game, sort of like Warhammer, but for Star Wars models. And this same company is releasing a second game that is also Star Wars models, but skirmish and in a slightly different scale from everything they've shown us to where you couldn't use your, your same Legion models with that game like they want you to buy new models uh and it's sort of like they're competing with themselves and uh the community is a little concerned that they might be trying to sunset legion in order to just focus on their precious little baby shatterpoint now i don't necessarily agree with that take but i understand why people are very nervous um so, like, one, I would like Star Wars Legion to get more love just because it's a great game. And I, I like when great games get more fun stuff. But two, I think especially in the wake of Shatterpoint being announced, it would be even better to get releases and a lot of support so and a commitment to support the game so that people who are currently very, very scared can have a little bit of confidence that their game isn't going to get nuked so that the company could double dip on selling the same freaking characters again. Like that would just be great. Yes. Um, 
But also, like with the announcement of more units and more stuff, it has re-sparked my interest in Star Wars Legion because I yeah. did not fully commit before, and uh, I'm feeling the Star War again and would like to play. I just have to fully commit onto a faction and go, mm-hmm. um, which I am currently torn between playing bastards or just playing clones. Clones. I love clones. Clones is the best damn thing Star Wars ever did. I agree. Like, I really love clones. Like, when I think about the stuff that I really loved about Star Wars, right? When I was younger, I was like, oh, man, like, Jedi, they're okay. Like, I like the original trilogy. It's pretty cool. But then, like, I grew up with the prequels. I'm not saying they're good, but, like, the clones are great. (laughs) And then, like, Star Wars Clone Wars has uh, great characterization. And uh, Republic Commando is amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's it's still my favorite Star Wars game of all time, period. And, like, the Karen Travis books of Republic Commando, very good. Oh, my God, that whole trilogy's fire. It's my favorite Star Wars novels. And she also wrote a bunch of Halo novels. And she also wrote a bunch of Gears of War novels. It turns out all three of those things are things I like. All of them are related. I think I'm just going to play clones. Like (laughs) We could be clone brothers. (laughs) Finally, we can play a faction together. We are normally diametrically opposed, but in this, we hand, or grasp our hands together like Predator and look at each other and go, brother. <laughs> and, and then get killed in a galaxy that could never accept or love us. Yes. Uh, I did. <laughs> Grasping hands with a clone. I, too, didn't think I'd see 30. <laughs> <laughs> I too was forced into violence at an early age. It sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's an incredible system. Like, I know you haven't dove in, but it's really good. And I think if they play their cards right, this could be their Warhammer that they support for many years to come. Like, it, it just could. And, like, we've talked about it before on the show. I think another good good point there is... The price point for Star Wars Legion is much lower. It is. Than Warhammer. And it is a IP that is more recognizable. There is more content. Like, it is a game that can be very popular. And it is much easier to get someone into Star Wars Legion just off the premise of they know what it is as opposed to Warhammer. Yeah. Um, They've watched a movie or a TV show or read a book that has already got them interested. That's invaluable when it comes to trying to get new players into the hobby. Yes. And like a single box of guys is at $70. So that also helps. Especially for Uh, like younger kids trying to just like get it on birthday presents or like allowance money over time or whatever. Well, like there was a time where there was a time where Warhammer had an active like kid audience right like that's where i came from in the hobby because it was manageable back when um it isn't anymore and i think what takes that place is star wars legion like Mm -hmm. i i just think that star wars legion is the game that if you're going to get kids into wargaming it's what you should do um they likely like if a kid is interested in wargaming they're likely into star wars because that's just how that is for the most part Mm mm-hmm and it's very easy for them to just pick characters they like from their favorite TV shows and movies and then play them on the table with, you know, their friends or maybe like 
some adults that want to play, like help them get used to playing games as opposed to spending $600 on Warhammer stuff. And we can talk about like, oh, well, 3D printing makes Warhammer cheaper. Yeah, but when you're like fucking seven, yeah, or like eight, you're not gonna 3D print a, a Blood Angels army. <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna buy a box of dudes, get really excited about it, build them, paint them, and you're gonna have a great time. And that's not manageable with 40k, and it's very manageable with Star Wars Legion. Yeah, I think it helps a lot. Um, and if I don't know. It's a weird situation because currently now, like, Shatterpoint and this are both owned by AMG. AMG made Shatterpoint in-house. Like, it's Marvis Crash Protocol with the Star Wars stuff. And it's kind of their baby. But Legion, they were handed. It was made by another company. They got bought out. And then that whole game system was put in their lap. So, like, I know it wasn't the thing that they made. But honestly... It has potential to do the long haul. You've got a bunch of more models you could put in here. You've got a ton of other factions you could put in here. And more Star Wars stuff is coming out all the time. There's going to be releases till the end of days. If and I think that, you don't fumble it here. And I think there's a big, big opportunity there for them as well. Like Some people might hate this as a concept. For them to have Shatterpoint be the smaller skirmish game. That exists. Mm -hmm. And like people have a lot of fun with similarly like Kill Team in 40k. And then their army game is Legion, which it kind of already is. But they up the the unit levels in Legion. Like make them bigger. Make them more epic. Make them a bigger game on the table. Um, which will help differentiate between the two. And keep like an interest there for the skirmish game. That's more like Marvel Crisis Protocol, which I'm still going to play, by the way. Like, that sounds cool as fuck. Uh, and having Star Wars Legion be like another 25% of model on table and play. Uh, maybe streamline the activation stuff a little bit more for a larger game. But, like, I think it's doable. Yeah, I just, I want this thing to do well. Uh, and also next year, apparently Ewoks are releasing and I'm going to ruin people's days with a little teddy bear army. Amazing. Fantastic. Like I, I brilliant. And I don't really care if they're super good. In fact, if they're tr absolute dog turds, if they're just trash, mechanically speaking, even better. Cause when I do get wins with Ewoks, it will be all the sweeter if they're terrible. All right, John. What's next up on your uh, Santa list? My Santa list? You want to know what's next up on my Santa list? I mean, that's why I asked. What more I want? Okay. Um, cool. Uh, shit. I guess I, was, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready this far. Um, what do you, we just learned your number two was Legion. Yeah. I'm kidding. I know. I know what I want. I want more Song of Ice and Fire. Um, they keep they've released a new faction in the Martels. They've released like new units all the time. They keep leaking more and more. It's very very good, but I want even more. Like it is a fun and good game, and I want to see Simon make more stuff for it. And I want to play more game, and I want more people to show an interest because it is a very very good game. Yeah, I I cannot put we we have done so many episodes about it. And I think we're going to keep doing even more. Like, it is 
Uh, I can functionally guarantee there will be more. <laughs> yes. We still haven't even like, done faction focuses. Yeah. Like the, the army, the armies are engaging and fun. The mechanics are simple, but also deep. Like the game itself is a good time. And I can't always say that about other war games. And like, I don't think I've ever played a game of a song of ice and fire where I stepped away from it going, I don't know what I would have done different. Like there's always something that could have been done, a play that could have been slightly changed. Yeah. Or even just ordering, like there are a ton of ordering options in that game. And sometimes I look at my matches and go, man, like there are three instances where I could have ordered my turn better. Well, yes. gonna learn from that. And like, I think the game not only has like much larger future potential, but I think it might push like with, with the house of dragon, I think it might push the game to broaden its scope beyond just like the one portion of the history, which I would, is what I would prefer. Like if they would just open it all up and be like full nonsense, if it exists in game of Thrones, it can exist on the table. Yeah. Like figure it out. It's fantasy. Have a good time. Uh, because I think that's the only thing that really holds it back is that the world of Westeros is kind of like hard to make a game for mm -hmm. because of how low fantasy it is. Like you can't have a bunch of different creatures. You can't have a bunch of different stuff, but it's clear that that setting is getting bigger by HBO mm -hmm. and they can capitalize on that in the game. I just think that's doable. God, could you imagine a, mo a model for the giant dragon from House of the Dragon? Uh, yes, I can. What if it was Plus like a from Cast Eternals? Like, what if it was uh like a big four horseman unit plate, but with one mini in the middle, one colossal mini that big? That'd be awesome. Yes. Well, now I'm gonna be sad if I don't get it. Yes, sad, very sad. I I want to see like a Targaryen force on the table that isn't around the Dothraki and uh, like Daenerys. I think that'd be cool. I mean, you could come out with Rhaenyra or uh, Daemon as models and then uh, put them on the table with like Targaryen guard and Targaryen Rhaenyra's, elites. Rhaenyra is so toxic, but my God. <laughs> Yeah, you could do, like, all of the reds. You could put out some of the greens. You could put out, like, a Lord Corliss uh, Sea Snake army. I think people would absolutely eat that up. Yes, absolutely. And plus the new Jon Snow spinoff. Like, who knows what we're going to get from that? I don't know, but I can't wait. I want more. Like, there, there's stuff that we that, that aren't in the books that are probably going to be put up there. Like, that's going to be very exciting. And, I mean, we don't even have a White Walker faction yet. We could with the Jon Snow release. I know. I mean, George apparently said that there's just not enough to make a White Walker army, and like George, you're so wrong. <laughs> well, a he's wrong, and b if there's not enough to make an army in this silly like wargaming faction, how is there going to be enough for them to do an entire new spinoff show of him going north above the wall? Like, there's going to be something. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think it's nonsense. You could entirely make that army, and I think it'd be cool as hell. Um, so yeah, I think that game has a long runway, so I'm with you. I want it to get more because it, I mean, 
for people who have listened to our Thanksgiving episode, uh, we both adored it this year. And it was wonderful for a hobby group. And I'm hoping it's wonderful for the hobby group next year as we continue to play the absolute bejesus out of it. I mean, yeah, I just need to get back into painting my Greyjoys. Once I get back from Ohio, much, many, many, much more painting, brother. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to paint the Greyjoys. I've got a lot of Night's Watch done. I've still got more to do. But yeah, it's a thing. So. Especially after being in this league, I'm astounded by how well someone like me, who has barely played the game, can do even against experienced opponents. Uh, it's it's heartening, and it just makes me like the rule set more. So, like, all the best for that. Every release I look forward to. Especially if we get, like, a new 2023 uh, card update. Really like that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, so for me, the next thing on my Santa list is a little broad, but if I had to like really consider what I want from Santa for next year, uh, it would be uh, more opportunities to play games with people, if I'm being honest. Um, Same. Like this year was rough um, and kind of kicked the crap out of our play group in multiple ways. Uh, so if you really want to know more, like again, Thanksgiving episode, it gets a little heavy. So go into it knowing that, but like for multiple reasons, our play group has kind of got our asses kicked. So I want next year to be calmer (laughs) so that we could get together without it being a Titanic Herculean effort. Um, we really spend a lot of time hobbying and trying to prep these minis to play games. And it's just a shame when we don't get to play very many of them because life gets in the way. So if Santa could bring me anything in that big red bag, I would really like it to be that. And I just want to be able to more consistently play games with people. Uh, Whether that's like having people come into town like once a month or like twice a month or something or go out of town or whatever just have a rather pseudo consistent schedule to play games yeah i think uh we have a couple of benefits in our area to, to make that happen like we're, we're working on making almost like a cool circuit <laughs> for kentucky mm-hmm. of like getting games in which is going to be very useful um i think we're planning on trying to do some more events next year hammer that through that in the next couple of like weeks and months figuring out how to do that in the future and i think that that's where we're going at goal wise for getting in more games um because i agree with you joe it has to be a priority for me like i have to get in some of these games mm-hmm. like i'm getting i'm an i'm an old man now i'm not young and like crazy out partying like i just want to sit around and i want to play plastic army man <laughs> yeah i just want to have a few drinks have a few have a chat maybe eat some decent food Grill out or something and play some, roll some dice, move some little minis around. Sounds great. But like, and, uh, it's hard to do sometimes. Yeah. And like, it's one of the things where you just like, you push it off to the side very easily and be like, oh, I got other shit that's more important that's got to get done. But like, it has to, has to like come from somewhere. And it's going to, I think we're both just going to make it work. I, I don't think we have a choice. Like, we've just got to force it. Which might yeah. feel weird, but it, I think it's the answer. 
Yeah, like we just got to play more game. Uh, but speaking of more game, I have a bonus one. Oh? Yeah. So there's this game that we talked about early last year and late the year before that I have recently started looking at again, just purely aesthetically. Uh-huh. Because I've had more releases. And it's Conquest, The Last Argument of Kings. Okay, yeah. I'm familiar with this here game. I know very little about how the rule set works. But I have heard them, like, Doug from 2 Plus Tough keeps releasing stuff about them. And they keep releasing models. So they've got to be doing something right. And I think that we're going to have to give that a look. And beyond that, there's Marvel Crisis Protocol. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we want to play more games. But I think that one of the biggest things we can get in more games with is skirmish games. These smaller games. These games that don't require as much like investment. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be what I'm going to try to work on more of in this next year. Is like getting stuff like Marvel Crisis Protocol, Shatterpoint, Star Wars Legion. Like I've limited my Warhammer to like World Eaters, Gene Seether Cult. Slaves of Darkness, Skaven. Like, I have my factions down for that, I think, from now on. And now it's time to branch out and just get a bunch of different games, a bunch of different systems, play some Silver Bayonet here and there, just, like, get the whole rigmarole of Wargaming up in here. It's funny you say that, because my third one is uh, I want to try an, a new game and get wrapped up in it. Because, <laughs> like, I think one yeah. of the big hits of this year was me stumbling across A Song of Ice and Fire. And, like, we really enjoyed getting wrapped up in that. And I think, especially if it's a smaller game, that there is other... There's room in there to, at, to like, find another one that's really cool. Um, so, for me, like, I've had the Lord of the Rings miniature game as an option. Or also uh, Infinity. Or Star Wars Legion. Because, like, currently I'm the only one in the group who plays it. Like, I, I think... Any of those could be absolute bangers. But I have seen, uh, for Conquest, it's not a skirmish game, but, like, uh, I did see that Doug's releasing more stuff for that. And I'm not opposed, but, like, the only faction that appeals to me isn't out yet, so I'm in a weird spot there. Um, it's that Free Cities one, where, like, it's Greek mythology town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We'll have a we'll have a great time with that. I mean, I, conquest is probably going to be something like later on in the year, but like, I think new game wise, I think Star Wars Legion. I think you and I would have a fucking blast playing Star Wars Legion together. Yeah, like, like we'll sit there play Duel of Fates in the background as like we both just go. Yeah, and like us both playing clones against each other, just going just like the simulations over and over again. And then, you know, something like Marvel Crisis Protocol, I think we could get heavily into. Uh, it's like, you love X-Men, I love X-Men, we can both, you know, <laughs> this fight each other. <laughs> I don't know, they're like, MCP seems cool, but it just, I don't, there's something about it that makes me a little hesitant, and I can't put my finger on what it is. Um, but I, I'm open to ideas. I mean, it might just end up being Shatterpoint. It could just be an, any slew of game. And I think that's the that's the 
benefit of nowadays in wargaming. Because I remember not too long ago, like when your options were Warhammer, Bolt Action, or Warma Hordes. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be honest, Warma Hordes kind of sucks. See, I missed that whole phase, so I have no opinion. Like, Warm Horde's great, but, like, the new Warm Horde stuff, not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought when they were selling... I thought initially they were selling SDLs and it seemed cool, but then they weren't. I'm like, oh, that's much less cool all of a sudden. And and then apparently they went to Gen Con with 3D printed models that weren't fully cured and were trying to hand them out to people. And I was just like, my guy. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, he's silly, silly, but, like, that's not worth $60. That's, like, 30 cents worth of resin. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Good God, um, but yeah, like I just I wanna I think if it's a smaller game, our playgroup has room for another system. Yes, uh, like I just think it does. So like an Infinity or a Legion or MCP or something of that scale, I would love to get wrapped up in it. I just would, uh, and like obviously, like there's many people involved. So I'm not sure what game it would end up being, or even what it might end up being, but. Could be a thing. And I think that would be great. Because if we could have something that gives us as much fun as A Song of Ice and Fire, holy crap. What a year. Like, especially if we make it a priority to play more games. Just, like, what a year it could be. And if I was going to ask Santa for anything, like, that'd be a hell of a combo to ask for. Just saying. Yes. More gaming Santa. Bring us many treat. I've been good. Uh, but for people out there, if you're on the nice list, if you're on the naughty list, what are you doing, you DJs? You can't. How uh, dare you? Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. Can't have these DJs talking to each other. Um, but if you're on the naughty list, I don't want to hear from you. But if you're on the nice list, we can, we can revolt. It's fine. No revolting in Santa land. Yes. No revolt. I don't, um, I don't have to follow your fucking rules, Joseph. Let's go. I didn't make these rules. Like You think I'm Santa? I don't make the rules. <laughs> we inherited a system, John. We live in a society. I'm going to make an elven revolt, and you're not going to know what to do about it. <laughs> like little toy elves? Yeah, little toy elves. We're going to revolt. We're taking down this big red bastard. <laughs> That's That should have been a war game we put in that episode where we were like idea. I sort of idea fishing war games. God, that'd be good. But holiday holiday war game, yeah. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. What a blast. But for people out there who are on the nice list, what is on your wish list for this next year? I'd love to hear it, like what you're hoping to get for next year. And uh, I hope whatever you want, you get it. You can reach out to us on social media. It's always open. Um, and of course, as always, if you really want to go above and beyond, like, rate, share, you know this stuff. But for now, that's been all of our opinions. Bonafide Kentucky Fried. We'll see you all in the next one. And happy holidays. No revolts. <laughs>